Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Royalty House International, Peter Maddoxburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. to be gathered together in your presence. Let your will be done. Send your word by your spirit. Lift somebody up. Encourage somebody. Give us victory. For your word declares that you always give us the victory. We thank you and we bless you. In Jesus name. Amen. Wonderful. You may be seated. Wonderful. Well, let me share something little with you quickly. And then we will go home. Our theme for the year is a series of victories. Expect a series of victories. So this year, you are going to have victories all over. Do you get it? If victory is like a knockout, you give the devil knockout so many times. If you have one victory a day, it means in every month, you are going to have 30 victories over 12 months. The devil is in trouble. Said the devil is in trouble. Wonderful. Sunday I shared with you five areas that will have victory. That we should expect victories in. Is that not so? We said victory over what? The world. Victory over the devil. Over sin. Over health issues and over poverty. Or financial issues. Is that not so? Amen. And we read from 1 John chapter number 5, verse number 4. The Bible says that whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world or has victory over the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Amen. So I said that, we, we said, if you are born of God, you will overcome the world. Hallelujah. We already read from 1 Corinthians 15, 57 that God gives us victory through Christ Jesus. Amen. Say amen. amen. Now, if we have to overcome what it means, you see, there's no victory without a battle. Hallelujah. There is, tonight, I want to just give you two or three keys that will help us to have victory. Okay, two or three keys that will help us to have victory. Now, there is no victory without a battle. There is no victory without a fight. If you have to overcome, it means there's a hurdle, there's an opponent, there's opposition, it's tough, then you overcome. Do you get it? If there's nothing and you just walk through, then you came. Somebody say amen. amen. Then you came or you arrived. Do you get, it's like as you are here to, you didn't overcome to come to church. I mean, you didn't overcome. What, what did you overcome? The rain. There was no rain. And rain is everyday occurrence. It's like saying, I overcame the sunshine. Do, do you get it? So we just came. It's like we just came to church. We have come. We've come happily without any challenge, without anybody trying to stop us. 
and we have come back. If you have overcome, it means there was an obstacle. There was a hurdle. There was opposition. Something was pressing you to refuse you or to stop you from coming. Hallelujah. But the Bible says, whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. So anything that is born of God or anything that is of God. You see, when you read 1 John 4, 4, the Bible says, Ye are of God, little children, and ye have overcome them. So the reason why he was saying that they have overcome is the fact that they are of God. So anything that is of God overcomes, has the ability, has the capacity to overcome. Hallelujah. So Mr. Kaibasi, you are sitting there, you have the capacity to overcome. To, the capacity to be victorious. There's nobody who is of God that is a loser or is born to fail. We are all born to be victorious one way or another. The reason why people don't become victorious is that they give up as soon as the battle arises. They are not ready to to fight. They are not ready to press in any area. But the Bible says once you are born of God, you will overcome the world. Any marriage born of God overcomes its obstacles. Any relationship born of God overcomes its obstacles. Any business born of God overcomes its obstacles. Once what you are doing is of God, it's not a personal ambition or a personal taste, but it's something that is of God. It has the ability to overcome and to be victorious. You have to rise up and take the victory. Bible says, since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffered violence and the violent taketh it by force. It's because of the battle. That's why many people don't press on. Yeah. You go for one interview. They say, look, we don't have vacancy here. Then you fold your, your arms, you resign, and you come and sit at home. And you say, there are no jobs in Peter Marisbeck unless I go to Deban. Then we encourage you, okay, go to Deban, follow your faith. What you believe is what will believe with you. You go to Deban, you submit your first three applications, no response. They tell you, don't call us, we'll call you. Then you resign. He said, there are no jobs in Deban unless I go to Johannesburg. If you arrive in Johannesburg, believe you me, you sincerely, except by some divine orchestration and some message of God, you will face a similar situation. It's those who press on who get the victory. Those who press on get the victory. I see you pressing on. In spite of all the, you see, the world, it says, give me the other one, the first one, 5-4. It says, Over, this is the victory that overcomes the world. The world is designed so that it doesn't give up things easily. You see, when God created the garden, he had created something that gives up things easily. But after man sinned and God cursed it, God said, cursed be the earth for thy sake. Tongues 
and thistles shall it yield. So anytime you have any dealings with the earth, the earth has been commanded to yield tongues and thistles. And nobody does a business in tongues and thistles. Tongues and thistles are unwanted things. So that's what nobody wants. And that is what the ground has been commanded to yield. So when you put in the everyday effort, it will yield tongues and thistles. So if you need, how do you measure effort or energy? Energy. Okay. It says what? No, no, no. Force over time. Yeah, force, effort is force over time. Yeah. Do you get it? So the amount of force. So if you say force, how do you, how, what are the units? F. So if you say energy, like 10%, 20%, 4, 3, how do you? Newton meter per second. So if you put in four newton meter per second, is that right? That, that's a, a little science <laughs> on my part. If that is the average effort everybody is supposed to put into something and you put into the ground, it will yield tons and thistles. If it's metric, if you put in the same four, it will yield two, one, two, one, two, one, like you are teaching at a crash. Numbers that are used at a crash. That's what it will yield. So for, for the ground to yield that extra, the desired result, we have to press a little further. So your first four is for one and two. Then you put in extra to take you to four and five. And if you put in a lot more, then it takes you to six and seven. But the capacity to put it in and to overcome is in you because you are born of God. God was, God also in the book of Genesis, in the beginning, God was also faced with a situation where it looked like it cannot work. Bible says the earth was void. It means the earth was empty. And darkness covers the face of the deep. So there was not even, Escom was not there at that time. Everything was darkness. And God was faced with such a situation. He could have said, you know something? Look, heaven is fine. Let me just go and be in my small area. After all, my, the effort I've made to come all the way to come and look at the earth and go back. It's, it's enough. My market survey is enough. It's okay. But he said, no. We have to overcome. We have to make something out of this. And he said, let there be light. That's when creation started. Genesis 1-1 just summarizes the creation. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Then, then now it begins to break down what actually happened. Nobody gets stats and everything is just smooth. There is no victory without battle. But the good news is that in us, is the ability to overcome. So whatever you are doing, and it looks like it's difficult, try again. Press on. Press on. You have the ability to overcome. The church, we have the ability to make it grow. I said we have the anointing and the ability to make it grow. Yeah. Sunday when Bishop was saying everything is doubling, I was just thinking about the church that the church will double. 
people do. I look at the we saw a picture this week of last, I don't know how to say whether last year, last two years or 2017. Our service in the first week. First week either the 31st night, Sunday, the last Sunday or the first Sunday of the year. We were like this. Those of us here now, Tuesday said we were like that. We have the we saw the pictures. Bishop Larry was standing here. Um, LP Angie was here. Yours truly, myself, I was here. My wife was here. We were all here in the picture. We, none of us can say we were not there. Because in the picture, we were there. We were just like this, if not even fewer. But a year later, we are better. So I'm believing that next year, next year 2019, oh, 2020 actually, not 19. 2020, we have been waiting for 2020 for a long time. Vision 2020. 2020, the church would have doubled. Hallelujah. We have the ability in us. I say you have the ability in you. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. You will overcome. Yeah. Whatever challenge you are going through. You know, like I said, the earth has been cursed. Even if you are doing business, you will see that the money doesn't come that easily. No, if you like, try it and see. No, if you, if you haven't done business before, do business and see. Oh, Pastor, I don't know what. Buy sweets and sell sweets. Do you get it? Buy sweets. Capital, 100 rands. Buy sweets, worth 100 rands. And start selling. And see how long it will take you to have a capital of 1,000 rands. It doesn't yield easily like that. But once you are born of God, it will begin to yield and you will overcome. Hallelujah. What are the keys we need to overcome? The first one is what I mentioned on Sunday, faith. Bible says this is the victory that overcometh the earth. Even overcometh the world, even our faith. If you want to be an overcomer or a victorious person, you must be somebody who has faith. Somebody who believes. Somebody who believes. Have faith. If you look at unbelievers, say, Pastor, unbelievers, do they have faith? They have faith. Unbelievers have chosen to believe in themselves and believe in other things. It's, it's, a, it's a form of belief. I believe. I believe I can do something. I believe I can do this thing. Faith, that's it. Look, anybody who is doing something without confidence, you're already defeated. Yeah, well, when I was coming up with spa, we were discussing what we are coming to. And I was telling you that even today we shouldn't have had church service. But it was too late to cancel the service. So we said, let's have it. So let's go up there and we'll find something to say to them. And he was like, how do you just appear and find something to say? I'm just sure that when I stand behind the pulpit, I'll have something to say to you. No, confidence. I'm just confident that when I stand behind the pulpit and I take the mind and say, wow, and I say it about three times, Holy Spirit will appear. <laughs> yeah. I will have something to say to you. I've preached at different places where as I'm preaching, I'm making the message. 
as I'm preaching, I look at somebody's face, then I see what the next revelation is supposed to be. <laughs> oh God. Believe, have confidence. Look, when you watch soccer, you see that some teams, they have confidence. Look, they have a lot of confidence. Since you are mentioning Liverpool, let's talk about Liverpool. <laughs> a couple of years ago, I think it's not been so long ago. Liverpool were on fire as they are now. Do you get it? As they are now. And I remember after the first round of the league, they were maybe about eight, they were about 10, 12 points behind. And their coach then was Brendan Rogers. And they interviewed Brendan Rogers. And he said that, you know something? All the teams in front of them are coming to Anfield. And when the Anfield is where Liverpool is, where, where they are from, okay, that's where they, that's their home. And Brendan Rogers said that all the people are coming to Anfield. When they come to Anfield, they will deal with everybody. Confidence. I tell you, confidence. And lo and behold, any team that went to Anfield got it. Yeah, got it. Everybody got it. Till it got to a point Liverpool was on top of the league. And they just needed one game to win the league in that season. I don't want to continue the story so that the end is not... Because that's the, that's the season where we had the famous Steven Gerrard slip against Chelsea and Liverpool lost the league. Let's hope that this year, the 30-year curse can be broken. They have not won the league for, since 1990. That's so why I don't see why anybody who's less than 40 years should support Liverpool. You have never seen them win before. I don't see the point. I don't know what your motivation is. Anyway, let's go on. But you will see that any team that is going to... I mean, if you take like Man City, they are beating everybody, including Liverpool. They are beating everybody. So when, when, when they are going to play, when you are going to play against them, you, you are even afraid. It's like, oh, these people, they beat everybody. So then you come already, you are defeated. And they have confidence that no matter what, they will beat you. No matter what, they will beat you. No matter, you can even be Liverpool, they will beat you. Yeah. It's confidence. But if you are Bafana, Bafana, who doesn't beat anybody, when you are going to play, you'll be wearing, you'll be wearing the Bafana, Bafana, the famous green pants, and the yellow top with the stripes on the side. With the boots, everything. With the socks, the shin guard. You have everything. And then you come and stand there. When you come and stand there, they play the Kosi, Sikelele, Africa. The fans chant everything. But because the confidence is not there, may Bafana Bafana rise again. Look, a country without a good soccer team is not a nice country. So Bafana, Bafana must rise again. 
so that we can be happy again. Say amen. amen. That is how life is. Anything you approach without confidence, whether it's basenta or what, you need confidence. You can't make it. You are doing a church, you, don't, you go to church Sunday morning, there's no confidence. You ask, even ask the pastor, because when you don't have confidence, you, you, you kind of spread it to the people. You spread it to the people. You are a manager at your saloon, whatever. You come with confidence. Today is a great day. Lift your hands, let us pray. Father, thank you for such a great day. Meanwhile, you all rent. That's how it is. a young man, I've seen a nice sister. If you don't have confidence, you can't go and propose to her. No, no faith. You can't go and propose to her. Meanwhile, as she's sitting there, anytime we say let us pray, she's just praying that you will come and propose to her. That's her prayer topic. That you, you in particular, you come and propose to her. If you go to her room, she has written your name on the wall. And you are the prayer topic. Oh God, oh God. So that people don't see she has written the name in a code. In a code. Share. Sigma FX over Sigma X. That symbol represents you. She's just waiting for you to come and say, Hi girl. I think there's something going on. I don't know if you feel it. Yeah. I feel something, I feel a flow towards you. I don't know if you feel that. She's been praying. So when they say share the grace, she's just praying that you come and share the grace with her. But you too, confidence is not there. So as you are coming here, not there, you take it here. <laughs> Hello. My God. Look, I just, I, my brother's wedding that I went to, the best man was telling us how the relationship started. And he said that they were sitting, were hanging out as boys. And they saw this girl come into a shop to do these photocopies and things. When they saw the girl, they said, wow. Then they asked themselves, who, who will go in? Who will go? And some people say, oh, no, this girl, she thinks she knows everything. No, they've not seen her before. <laughs> Lack of confidence. Oh, she thinks she's everything. Then this, then that. Then my brother got her. I said, look, if you are afraid, you won't win. Then he just followed the girl. <laughs> today, they are husband and wife. Yeah, today, they are husband and wife. The, look, the one who's confident wins. This year, may you be confident. May you have faith that you can do what you say you can do. When you read Hebrews 11, all the heroes there, by faith, they did this. By faith, by faith, Noah, being one of God, prepared an ark and saved his family. Faith, not with wood. He didn't say, Noah, by wood or by carpentry skills or by nails. No, by faith, by faith. Being one of God, he prepared an ark and he saved his family. Yeah. Abraham, by faith, Abraham, 
believe that you'll be, God has promised that I'll be the father of nations. I will be the father of nations. He used faith. Isaac used faith to bless Jacob. The Bible says, by faith, Isaac blessed Jacob. If you don't have faith, you can't do anything. And I said, faith is believing that the things you hope for will come to pass. Believe it. Believe it. Believe it. Believe it. Yeah. Believe that. The things you hope for. You want a happy marriage? Have faith. Have faith that it will happen. You do well in school? Have faith that it will happen. Have faith. Believe. If you don't believe, that's it. You are already defeated. Yeah. I saw a girl, her hair, the hair she has put on her head. Even Deborah's own small. No, no, I have a video on my, I mean, hair up to like, I don't know where it's even going. Long, blonde hair. I was so amazed I took a video. Yeah, because I know when I say people won't believe it, so I took a video. (laughs) Most of my stories are unbelievable, so I took a video. You can have long hair that can cater for all of us in this world. If you don't have faith, you are going nowhere to happen. Yeah, you would think that the next wedding we'll go to, this long-haired girl will be the one that's shilling. Tell your neighbor shilling. Number two, wisdom. I close on this one. Wisdom. It's one of the keys you need this year to have victory. Wisdom. Wisdom. Not every problem takes power. Some problems need wisdom. Ecclesiastes 9, 19, Bible says, there's this wisdom that I've seen under the earth or under the sun. And it seemed great to me that he explains what he was saying. He says, there was a little city and few men within it. And there came a great king against it and besieged it and built great bulwarks against it. And there was in that city a poor wise man and who through his wisdom delivered the city, but no man remembered the poor man. And I said, wisdom is better than strength. Nevertheless, a poor man's wisdom is despised. Listen. The Bible describes a situation that is unsurmountable. You can't overcome it. A small city, very few men in the city. It's like you are doing a business, you have very small capital. Then a great king comes up against it. Or a great competitor. I mean, imagine you are doing a business and your competitor is Gabe. Your competitor is game. Or your competitor is macro. Even the size of their shop alone is frightening. It's frightening. It's what? Frightening. Intimidating and frightening. It says a great king came against it. And then he, he, he besieged the city. He surrounded the city so that nobody can escape anyway. Hey, ready to attack. You have started a pharmacy shop. This camp have started their own pharmacy. Clicks. 
shop right. Everybody, all the supermarkets have started their own pharmacy shops. So as a private pharmacy owner, you are going to compete and you all buy from the same place. So when you go to the wholesale to buy, they are coming to buy for the whole, apart from that, even in one location, they are bigger than you. They are buying for the entire nation. All their chain of stores in the nation. And you are buying for one shop. So they buy something, let's say, um, grandpa. And the unit price they get it for is maybe one rand. Because they are buying millions. Millions for their shops. You do the math. Even if they have 100 shops in the country, and you know they have more than that. Even 100 shops. And they are trying to buy just 1,000 per shop. That's 100,000 pieces. So they go. And you are just going to buy 200 pieces. 200. So they get it at a unit cost of 150. Then you get it at a unit cost of, unit cost is cost per one. And you get it at a unit cost, three runs 50. So then they come to their shop and they put a markup of one rand on it. So they sell it for two runs 50, which is not even your cost. Even when they sell it for three runs, your cost is three runs 50. And you decide that, look, I have rent and all this to pay. So I have to put a markup of maybe one round 50 on it. So your own is five runs and theirs is three runs. Now tell me, sometimes it's even cheaper to go and buy from them than to go to the wholesalers. It's even cheaper to buy from your competitor. Yeah. That was the type of situation this city was facing. But Bible says there was a poor man. Poor, wise man in the city. This city, their problem was even, they had just few men. So even if they are going to fight, they, do, they have to use girls to fight. They don't have. Few men within, I don't know where the men had gone, but few men within the city. Hey. But there was a wise man in that city. And what did the wise man do? He used his wisdom to deliver the whole city. Wisdom. There are some challenges and hurdles this year. You will have to apply wisdom. And may God give you that wisdom. This year we are going in search of the wisdom that we need to maneuver. Sometimes I hear cases. When I hear the case, I'm like, is this person thinking at all? Do you see? Because sometimes just a little wisdom will tell you that no, 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 no. This move is not a good move. Meanwhile, the person will kind of say, lay your hands on me and pray for me. Like somebody who told me, the guy is a drug dealer. Say he's a drug dealer and he wants to marry me. So pray for me. And I'm like, pray for you for what? That he will change. Or what? Pray, I, I ask the person, what prayer should I pray? Because usually I want to be sure. I don't want to just, Father, I know, no. Prayer, non-directional prayers, I don't like it. Because I have learned from it. One day somebody came to see me. The person had HIV. 
and the person was going for a grant. This service is becoming long. I thought we would have closed by now. <laughs> she had HIV, HIV AIDS, and she said she came to see me for prayer. We had had a very wild service that day. I thought somebody was going to die from falling down. Somebody would crash their head. Very wild service. So after that, she came to see me. She said, Pastor, pray for me. So I said, so I'm HIV this, that, this, okay. I said, okay. So then I just said, should I pray for you for the HIV to be healed? She said to me, no. She said to me, no. This is a true, you see, that's why I say all my stories, they sound unbelievable. That's why usually I'll take a video or get an evidence because if I wasn't there, me, myself, I won't believe it. So she, she said to me, Spa, no. So I said, what do you want me to pray for? He said, oh, I want you to pray that as I'm going to the grant office, I will get the grant. And I said, how about the HIV? So oh, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, no, 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 That's, no, it's not about faith. Because if there's any day for your faith to be high, it was that day. That was the, that's what I said, that day, it was so scary. Even me as the pastor, I was afraid. I stopped the service out of fear because I thought somebody was going to die. That's how come the power of God was so strong that I stopped the service because I was afraid. Yeah. Uh, so if there's any day for you to have faith for that healing, it was that day. She said, no, 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 no. Then I understood that the HIV is a source of employment. Hey, it's like somebody who's begging by the street to to say he's crippled, then he come and heal there. So after that, what job should he do? <laughs> Just for the business. Yeah. What was I saying before I told this story? So I said, I asked the girl, I said, so what do you want me to pray for? So pray that he will change. I said, look, he's a grown man. He will not change. He, she even told me he's a pastor. Then, then I said, oh, if he's a pastor, then as for that one, it's worse because he knows the truth and he has decided to do this one. So that one there is even no amount of laying on of hands will change him. So, pastor, I said, look, you don't need prayer. You need common sense. Wisdom, that's what you need. So, pastor, how can... I said, let me ask you a question. I said, your daughter, if your daughter were to come and see you and say, mommy, I got this charming young man. He wants to marry me, but he's a drug dealer. He's a connect for somebody or a distro for somebody. Would you let me marry? Would you let your daughter? He said, she said, over my dead body. I said, but why is it different when it comes to you? Yeah, sometimes there are problems you need wisdom. And that is the wisdom that we need to operate Wisdom to go through school. Wisdom for business. Wisdom for life. Wisdom for ministry. There's a certain wisdom that leads to church growth. I said there's a certain wisdom that leads to church growth. I've worked with so many people that 
I realized that they've even missed that wisdom. That what leads to church growth, they've missed it. Yeah. So you see them with the same thing. It never grows. And you even see they'll be praying, 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 and it never grows. And when you share the wisdom that leads to church growth with them, they look at you and like, oh, you don't believe in power. That's not a revelation. We are talking about revelations. You are talking about Basenta, Mega Church. These things, they lead to church growth. I'm telling you. They lead to church growth. So many, they're chasing prophets, going for prophetic all night. Meanwhile, you are a pastor of a church. You have your church. Why don't you have a prophetic all night for your church? I say it again. Why don't you, as the pastor of the church, rise up and say, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Tonight, I came, I am a a Gabriel that stands in the presence of the Lord. I came with a prophetic word for you. And start giving prophetic words to your people. You are rather going to so I'm not saying if you're a pastor, don't go to anybody's. No. But have your priorities right. It doesn't lead to church growth. It's a, there's a wisdom. That leads. And may we find that wisdom. Whatever you are doing, the wisdom that will make you overcome and prosper, may you find that wisdom. Number three, the power of God. The power of God. The power. Sometimes... You are not doing anything. And God just blows his power. That's what makes him God. That's what makes him sovereign and makes him God. He's God all by himself. Sometimes you see people, they are not doing anything. Then, bam! God's God's power just comes around and straight. Something fantastic has happened to them. We can't dispute that either. We can't dispute that either. That's what makes him God. He's sovereign. Blow his power and then just, he's just in heaven. Just he said, Look, because of your great grandmother, I want to change something in your life. Come on, take it. If you are here, your mothers, your grandmothers have served God. There's a blessing in store for you. Yeah. When I went to Ghana, I met the first person to become a priest in my family. Yeah, I even took a picture with him. I've known him from when I was a little boy. He was a Catholic priest. Yeah, he came for the wedding. I met him. I said, Wow. Maybe you open the door for people like us. Because the way we were bad, it's not nice at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So God just blows his power. May all these three forces be in action for you this year. As we go into a time of prayer and fasting, we are praying and building up our faith. We are praying for wisdom. It's one of the things you should pray for a lot this year. Wisdom. And then the power of God in operation in your life. Things will be different for you. Stand to your feet. Let's bring the service to a close. Lift your hands wherever you are. Just pray for yourself just shortly as we close. Just pray. Say, Father, help my faith. As the disciples said to Jesus, Lord, increase our faith. Say the same to the Lord. Say, increase my faith. Increase my faith, Lord. Increase my faith. Increase my faith. Increase my faith. Increase my faith. Maso pale kosi pakase. Rapalobas ke palala. Shatoli bosika le batosa. Kamosi pale koso payala. 
Increase our faith, O oh God. Increase our faith, O oh God. In the name of Jesus. 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 Now pray for wisdom. Pray for wisdom. Pray for the wisdom of God. The, 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 the preacher said, There's a wisdom under heaven which seems great to me. It seems very great to me. Pray for the wisdom of God. Lord, give us wisdom for everything we are doing. Wisdom for school. You want to marry, you need wisdom. You are a young man, you need to marry. What you need is wisdom. Wisdom, wisdom. Pray for anything that you are doing. Pray for wisdom. Pray for wisdom. Wisdom, Lord. Wisdom, O God. Wisdom, O God. Maso pakelo pasapa. Kimolo skepala prandolobo. Crazy palo satale pakaya. Kimola pale skepaloba. Brandolobo skepalobara. Brandala baba dambandoria skopaleba. Rintolobo skepaleba le candolobo sipa. Rapandolaba, rapandalaba, rapandalaba. Brindolobobo, brindolobobo, brindolobobo. Wisdom of God, wisdom of God. Wisdom of God, wisdom of God. Finally, pray for the power of God in your life. The power of God to be present in your life. To have an effect in your life. Sometimes God, just by his sovereignty, decides to make things different. Pray for that power to be available to you. 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 Lord, by your divine power, touch our lives. Touch our lives. Touch our lives. Touch our lives, Lord. Touch our lives, Lord. Touch our lives. Touch our church, Lord. Let it cause it to grow. Cause it to increase everywhere. Everywhere that we have a gathering, Lord. Let the numbers increase. Let them double in their numbers, oh God. In the name of Jesus. 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 We give you glory. Father, thank you. Lift up your hands. Let's pray. Father, thank you for every hand that is lifted up. I pray for each and every one of us. Lord, let your mighty power hit our lives. That there be a divine movement forward. Great progress because of your power. Fill us with wisdom for everything that we are supposed to do. Give us the faith to overcome the world. Your word declares that anything that is born of you overcomes the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Grant us the faith to overcome in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful. Put your hands together. You may be seated. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.